Hey guys, how are you? It is Roel here today. Today I am joined by with Scott and Cass. How are you guys? Good, mate. How are yeah, you? Very, good. Very good. Uh, so this is like a bit of a different type of podcast because, you know, this is uh, a bit of a an end of an era for me and a beginning of an era for you guys. Yeah. So you guys are coming on here today because you are, will be the, um, the new owners of the Barber Society and will be starting your own business from here. And uh, I would just love to, I guess, find out more about you guys and maybe give the current members a chance to um, just know know about the mm-hmm. two of you, you know, your background, where you've come from and all that sort of stuff. So, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, me, me, I met you, Scott, probably like a couple of years ago. You yeah. You came down and tried a class with Dan. We did. We did. Actually went to the Australian Institute of Fitness with Dan. Yeah, nice. That's how I met him. Um, <coughs> and I was actually pretty heavily into bodybuilding at the time. Okay, yeah. And he was like, hey, I reckon you should try some CrossFit. And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then roped me down here and loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then dabbled in it. That's very cool. Uh, why did you not like it at the start? I mean, I think I think that's a very common yep. experience that people have with, with CrossFit. People, of course. Unless you happen to be really into mixing everything. Like, I know that when I first heard about it, mm-hmm. I also had that same sort of attitude where... I was like, this doesn't make sense. It, yeah. you know, it goes against like all the training principles that I've been learning about. Uh-huh. And then you do it and you're like, I now feel really unfit. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, where I was currently in my, in my fitness journey, I was super comfortable where I was. And I did not like being uncomfortable. Uh, and this type of training made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it makes people very uncomfortable. I found myself walking away wanting to do it again. <laughs> like I did it and I'm like, okay, that bet me. I wanted, I don't want it to beat me next time. <laughs> and what about you, Cass? How did you first come into it? Um, a little different. So I was sort of, I guess, introduced to fitness from my career, um, ex-army. So that sort of gave me an insight insight to fitness into the the world of it um i didn't really know any different from the training we went through and then just bodybuilding in the gym um but we always did like circuit training um and then it was probably six years ago now someone's like oh crossfit and i was like what's that uh and that's sort of where it started um and then i was away with work when like that all happened and then when I returned from work um, I ended up joining joining a box and sort of it just evolved from there and it hasn't really stopped since yeah so that's cool uh, what do you guys remember what your first workouts were um, yes yeah it was oh sort of um, so my very first CrossFit workout I'm not going to count this one um, it was the open 22 point one. Oh, that's right. You told yeah. me about that. Yeah, it was the wall walks and skipping. Yeah, when I took you. Yeah, when yeah. you you took me to my very first open workout. Um, that's a main thing to do. Thanks. For the <laughs> thanks for that. Not sorry. Is it going to be hard? <laughs> no, nah, it's just like, can you do a wall walk? I can do one. Cool. You can that's skip. Enough. Yeah, I've done boxing. I can I can skip. Okay, cool. There's like 210 of each. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I think that's like such a classic. Like, um, way that people introduce people to CrossFit though, it's like, can you do can you do this movement at all? Yep, okay. You're, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. But I feel like that's part of like the um 
almost like the initiation of it. Like, you know, it's, it's quite shocking to the system. And then if you survive it, you're like, you know, we all obviously all three of us really enjoyed it and kept, yeah. coming, kept coming back for more of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so funny enough, the first workout I ever did was Murph. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I think I did that about three times. We were doing it like once, once a week just for shits and gigs. Was, was this um, like when you're in the army? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then I remember doing something called like Incredible Hulk. Okay. I think it was something called like that. Um, and then it sort of just evolved from there. And then next thing was um, I wanting to learn ring muscle ups and like in a really short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, that evolved really quick for me. It was just. I've always fun. wondered how like, how well do people take to CrossFit in the army? Uh, it's a mixed bag. Um, unfortunately. Not everyone is that fit. Um, it is just like, it is, there is like, I guess there is like a separation of fit people and not fit people. Yeah. Um, and then with the fit people, there is people that do CrossFit and there's people that bodybuild and, you know, it's really a mixed bag there. Because mm. um, uh, from my understanding, like, I guess a lot of like the PT for the army is like circuit style training. Yeah. Yeah. You would call it circuit, circuit style training. Um or, or just lots of running. Okay. It, it really <laughs> depend. It really depends on who's in charge. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Who's taking so it? That, that can vary. A bit. Yeah. And yeah. if someone, if someone that's in charge um, loves CrossFit, yes, you're going to be doing CrossFit sort of style. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone that loves running, you're going to be running. So <laughs> it's whatever they like you're doing. Yeah, I've yeah. had lots of friends, obviously, been in the army, and I've definitely heard like those two experiences. And I've had lots of friends who hated running before they joined the army and then <laughs> yeah. they come back becoming amazing runners. Yeah. Like, that's what we did all the time. Yeah, that's exactly that. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about how, uh, I guess, your fitness journey itself started for both of you. Not necessarily maybe just CrossFit, but like how you got into the fitness industry or what made you first get into the fitness industry. Okay, first. Yeah. Um, for me, it was it was a pretty scary time in my life, actually. I was quite sick. Um, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called ulcerative colitis. So your intestines are, are relatively 100% inflamed most of the time. Um, body is under enormous amounts of stress all of the time, whether you think you are or not. Like, the, your your whole digestive system is just attacking itself, essentially. Um in that doctors sort of didn't really know what it was. Um, I was, you know, going into hospital two, three, four, five weeks at a time um, with them running a whole bunch of tests and really not knowing because my symptoms were so different and so sporadic. Um, on top of that, I also had rheumatoid arthritis throughout my whole body and it used to migrate from joint to joint overnight. Um, so... If you can imagine, like, right wrist, left knee, and then the next morning it'd be right wrist, left knee, right oh, knee. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it would, and it was just shocking. Um, my memories of that were being completely, um, like, limbs just not functioning. Um, the weight of a bed sheet on, on my body was excruciating. Lots of medication, lots of weight gain. Lots of depression, lots of anxiety. Um, and I was very young at the time as well. And on top of that, I was also expecting my first child. 
Uh, Ruby. Shout out, Ruby. Um, <laughs> um, expecting her, and that was a real battle for me to even get through, to even make the birth. Um, during the whole process, I put on nearly 40 kilos um, and decided enough was enough. I was 23 years old at the time, and I couldn't tie my own shoe, couldn't bend down to tie my own shoe. Um, and that was really the, the starting point. I was like, okay, something's got to change. I can't continue living my life this way. This is not the person I want to be. This is not who I want Ruby to grow up to envision that this is normal. So contrary to doctor's advice, I grabbed all of my medication and threw it in the bin. I called in sick to work that day, went on Marketplace and bought a like an indoor exercise bike. Nice. Stuck it in my lounge room and got up at 3.30 every morning and sat on that thing for an hour, hour and a half watching sunrise um, and went vegan uh, for nine months, continuously checked my blood pressure, my blood levels, everything on my own. Um, did a lot of research and a lot of talking to people that I trusted around me in that area, in that field. Um, I was lucky enough to connect with a doctor who really trusted and backed what I was doing because we took a little bit more of a holistic approach. So we took the approach of nutrition as medicine rather than medication as medicine, if that makes sense. Um, and then from that, I lost all of my weight. So I lost 38 kilos in total and completely lit a fire in my fitness journey. Um, and then did my PT course and haven't looked back since. Met some incredible people. This is how I met Cass through through the industry. Um, fell in love with CrossFit and now we're here. Very cool. <laughs> what about you, Cass? Um, very different <laughs> to that. Um, it took very long, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, funny enough, um, studying to be a PT was, I was doing it to pass the time at the time. Um, I was actually traveling the world and I was just country hopping and I just had spare time as well. So I was studying the course as well as traveling. Um, and then long story short, I sort of had to return home because of the world pandemic. Um, and I was like, well, what am I gonna do in my life now? Because um, I left the army then. Um, and then I, I joined a CrossFit box here in Adelaide um, and I finished up my course and um, I was like, oh, well, I might may as well give this a go because um, I've studied it, so why not give it a crack? And I ended up falling in love with it. Um, and I think just the people that I first started out with made me love it even more. So I started in a really good place um, so I'm super thankful for that. And, and it's just evolved um, to where I am now. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, short, sweet. Um, I'm always really interested in people, what they do sometimes before they go into the fitness industry because it's, it's not always the case that people um, start, like, you know, straight after school, mm. like, in it. Yeah. Um, so what did you do before the fitness industry, Scott? Uh, before this, I was in a really dead-end job, warehouse, truck driving, delivering fencing parts and materials. Um, you know, working 12, 14 hour days, completely unhappy, waking up 
didn't want to go to work. Um, you know, coming home real dirty all the time, and I just that was what I was doing, and did not enjoy a day of it. And I, and I mean, that's quite often why I'm always interested because it's so cool when people do find like because obviously the fitness industry, when you're working on it, it offers like a very different type of life, yep. right? Yeah. I think for most people, like it can be a lot more dynamic. Like you're you're not always set to like those normal work schedules. Yeah. You know, you finally get to enjoy like your daytime and actually going out and doing things throughout it, which is, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, how, l- how long were you in the army for? Um, just over four years, about four and a half years. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you move around much with the army or? Um, so I was posted to Darwin, but I didn't spend much time in Darwin. Okay. Um, so yeah, I did move around or run exercises a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. So your business is called Gorilla Fund? Gorilla Fund. Yep. Gorilla Fund. Yeah. Um, how, where does the name come from? Um, so how do we come up with this? <laughs> <laughs> we basically, just my favourite animal and his favourite animal, <laughs> to okay. put it simple. Pretty much. Um, simple terms, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it was a little bit more detailed. There's a little bit more we, than we that. We were playing with names and we sort of... Uh, what did I think it was me that said, let's write down all the attributes of yep. my animal and you write down all of your attributes of your animal. Yep. This was before the name sort of evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sort of made our big list of of all the meanings of what it meant to us. Um, and then we're like, imagine if we can create humans, humans out of these, these attributes yeah, and values. values. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we're like, this is awesome. <laughs> we were literally, um, I think, like... In the lounge room of our place at the time. Yeah. Running around like, oh, my God, what have we just created? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, sort of just come together like that. A little cheesy, but that's how no, it evolved. I, I, think that, I think that sort of stuff is really awesome. Like, uh, whenever I think of, like, maybe some of my happier moments in mm-hmm. life, like, whenever I look back on what me and Lauren have done, like, it's mm-hmm. never what you do. It's always those moments when, like, you're in, you know, you're in the car and you're, like, planning, yep. like how you're going to take over the world. Yeah, right? And it, absolutely. Starts, it starts with like little, those little things, right? Uh-huh. Like it yeah. starts with, you know, the name and like what that inspires it. So yeah. I, I love that. How did you guys link up? Like um, how did you guys start working together? Um, through so PT. Through yeah, PT. Industry. Okay. Through, P- yeah. through PT. Um, I was actually running a bit of a mentorship uh, at okay. the time. Um, and then when Cash started, I, <laughs> as much as she won't, probably admit this, I sort of took her under my wing um, when she first started and tried to help her as much as I possibly could within the industry and support her um, as much as I possibly could in that because she was like me when she first started. She she didn't have a job. Um, that was her full-time job. There was no sort of plan B. And then we just continued to grow and hung out and, you know, ideas and values and lunches and, you know, plenty of mind mapping and brainstorming sessions on whiteboards and yeah why were you school and whiteboard sessions mm. you should just brainstorm just life yeah and work cool. and yeah not even really anything about um the fitness industry it was more just like what do you use on this like <laughs> yeah how do you see this or you know like and i think over time a connection grew and uh, without us really even knowing yeah um yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden she came up to me and goes i love you <laughs> Okay, that's what you want to tell everyone. (laughs) It's on on the podcast now. (laughs) 
Now it's 100% real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Um, uh, so, cool. So, you guys met, met through work and stuff. Um, now, when you, uh, right now, like previously, you were working at a com- out, of com- out of a commercial gym. Um, yep. When did you guys first, I guess, start elaborating the idea of like wanting to take it further? Yeah. Um, was that something that you guys were, were thinking about? Or you, I guess you guys saw like this opportunity and you thought like, well, now's the moment. Or was that something that was already in the plans? Uh, a bit of both. So um, where we, uh, well, I guess currently working out of, um, it's sort of like at the capacity of what we can offer there. Yep. Um, we can't really, I guess, grow and become who we want to become. Um, so we've actually been looking probably the last six odd months of like yeah. how can we expand yeah, this. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have viewed and had 100 interviews, meetings with people, spaces, um, different companies. Um, yep. It's been just a long nothing, road. Yeah, it has been a long road. Um, just nothing has been right, I guess. Yeah, um, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's been happy and I'm like, nah, I don't like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's never mutual. It's mostly the case. Um, and then this popped up on Marketplace. Marketplace. I have a thing for Marketplace. And I'm always like, get I'm off Marketplace. Marketplace. I'm like, Marketplace stop. All the time. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, get off Marketplace. We don't yeah. need anything. And now I'm like, okay, don't stop scrolling. You're allowed to go on Marketplace. Um, and like, he told me and I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, let's, let's get in contact with him. Yeah. Um, and then the first time we met you and we left, we we're like, fuck yeah, let's <laughs> do this. <laughs> um, and that's the first time that I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's funny because we, um, I think I spoke with you guys about this, but I'd ironically enough, during that time when you guys contacted us, which wasn't very long ago, we had, like, I'd had lots of meetings with people and when Lauren had told me that, she had met up with you guys. I just assumed that that was like lots of other meetings that we had. And um, yep. I remember thinking like, oh, like this, you know, other people that are really interested. I'm like, you know, don't worry too much. And then, you know, after meeting, actually meeting with you guys and seeing how keen you guys were, I was like, I feel really silly <laughs> that I, you know, almost dismissed it at all. So um, I think it's really cool that you also, I'm glad that you guys got the right vibe, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes things like this do just happen pretty organically. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what yeah. we thought. Like, it's been such a long time. It's just all fell in. Yeah, and I place. think that word, like, trying to grow something organically is the best way to, to do, especially these things in business. I think, you know, there's an element of, of having to, to step outside your comfort zone. But if something doesn't really feel right or doesn't feel like you could make a genuine go out of it, there's probably more <laughs> whiteboard sessions that you need to be doing. But when we left here the first time, we w- there was more pros than cons. And that was the first time we sort of ever felt that. So it was good. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I first uh, had my first gym and I remember going to that place that I went to look at and I could just envision everything like straight away. Mm. Like, And I just remember that feeling of mm-hmm. being like, I would do this here, I would do that there. Yep. And that that feeling is, is really cool, especially like, you know, I'm super excited to see where you guys take it. and Because um, it's so cool when you... I think people don't often understand that everything is just once an idea. Mm-hmm. And then that idea becomes reality because people work at them. Uh-huh. But Absolutely. It's, it's so cool, like, being a part of that process. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, I guess maybe it's just some maybe, like, specific questions that um, 
would be good for, I guess, maybe questions that I think maybe members might have and that sort of stuff. So mm -hmm. what, uh, what are your philosophies about, like, you know, training and programming and, and all that sort of stuff? Mika. Mika. Okay. <laughs> um, talk more about that. What do you mean? Um, yeah, so I guess, like, um, like, I know myself, I've changed my ideas about um, programming, like, mm -hmm. a lot, especially, like, in, in doing the gym. And, I mean, I think... I've tried to be really open and honest about this, like over the last, uh, you know, month, especially since people knowing about the gym sale. But yep. yeah, like I've, I, I guess I go through lots of periods where I'm like, I like doing more like traditional CrossFit type stuff, and then I've gone through periods where I like powerlifting more. I've gone through periods right, okay. where I like Olympic lifting more. Okay. And so I guess more more in lines of that, like yep. what sort of tra training do you guys like to do? What sort of training do you like to program? Yeah, cool. Um, so it's not too far away from where you guys are currently um so you know the the change of programming isn't going to be drastic but we do do a lot more strength um we we program strength every day um and we program a lot of things to support those types of movements um then there's always mechons at the end of the strength pieces um on depending on what sort of phase we're, we're at or we're in um might be a heavier gymnastics phase or your accessory phase, so you might see a little bit more dumbbell work involved or um, some skill work with barbell or even on the bars with gymnastics as well or cardio or engine. It's really, I think, if members are worried about the programming being very different and they're not going to enjoy it. They're not going to be doing any movement that they're not already doing, I guess. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe I would just say, just try just try it. Yeah, and, and I mean, and I, I think, think you yeah. love it. And I think one of the reasons why I was asking is because I remember when I first met you guys. Like, I noticed that you do take like lots of thought and, and pride in that, and you've mm -hmm. got like different faces. Yeah. Um, you know, which I, I do think will be like a change for people, and I think yep. will be um, like there's a lot of merit to those like yep. you know strength and conditioning faces that mm -hmm. do exist in training. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot can be gained from from following that type of program. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what we yeah we work through phases. Um, can elaborate so people want to know because they're mm -hmm. gonna yeah want to know um so how we currently do our programming is through uh we work an endurance phase a strength phase a power phase and then everything we've done over those three phases we then test them uh and then once we've we've tested uh we then start all over again in into the endurance but you've got your numbers to work off of so you because we, we percentage we work off percentages um and then, and yeah, do it all over again. And then it's just a really good way to see your progress mm -hmm. um, in strength. But we also do that through Metcons or like yep. baseline uh, workouts too to see how far you, your fitness has come also. Yeah. So yeah, everything's measurable. Yeah, that's how we see. Or we, we always have something measurable. Yeah, and I think which involved. from our history of programming and the response that we've gotten with our current members uh, with GorillaFint, um, that really works, um, that we found. Um, it might be an adjustment period to start with, but I think it'll be cool because they'll be able to have something tangible to look at to see how far they've come. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they have like dates and times and, yeah. you know, Tracks I, I did, you know, I did, I don't know, hypothetically 60 kilo back squat in January, but in December I, you know, had amazing progress and I, and I got to 90. Um, you know, like you'd be able to see that graph and you can see your progression, which is really cool. Yeah, and I think I think that's so important always in in people's training journeys. Uh, people 
tend to feel really emotional about their training. Like mm. sometimes like when you feel your fittest might not be actually when you are your fittest, yep. right? Like yeah. you could jump and do like a 2K run or a five, you know, 2K row and you might notice like, oh, I feel really fit, but I'm not actually very fit yep. yeah. or vice versa. Like quite often people might, you know, a lot, a lot, I know a lot of the time with their body composition, they mm -hmm. feel like, oh, I feel hips bloated or I'm just hips fat or, or whatever. And then they jump on the scale and they realize, oh, like I'm actually, mm -hmm. I've lost weight or my pants. When yeah. they try them on, they realize, oh, I'm actually right on track. And yeah. I think, yeah. I think a lot of the time having measurements can be super good and helpful because yeah. We are emotional creatures and, mm -hmm. you know, we sometimes decide to flip a table over because <laughs> we feel like <laughs> things aren't going right yeah. how we want them to. But having Very those numbers definitely true. makes you realize, oh, no, like everything's everything's fine. Yeah. Yep. We and I think um, like how I see things too and strength is important um, to all human beings because I look at it as like a longevity as well. Like think about now versus when you're an older human you're a little bit more fragile, but if you, you're training strength now, then you're going to be better off human when you're older. Yeah. Um, so that comes into a big play for me too. Um, yeah. I think it's at the end of the day, it's just trying to bring the best version of, of everyone out as we can. Yeah. Uh, and we do that through training. We do that through community. We do that through love. Like we, we love all of our current members um, and, and we really are excited to grow on that and, and expand and spread the love a little. Yeah. Um, our current members are super excited to meet mm -hmm. new people. Because yep. um, we've been completely transparent with our current Gorilla Fin athletes. Um, and they're excited to have some healthy competition, yep. see where other people are at. Oh, um, yeah, 100%. And yeah. just, yeah, just to get no, to know cool. more, cool. more people. Yeah. Uh, I know that I very, <laughs> I remember when we, um, got 292 like one of my <laughs> very selfish uh things that i really enjoyed was like just having new people to train with yeah yeah, yeah. you just sometimes don't realize like how much you would just push when mm -hmm. there's just new people some just a new face you know you yeah. like, we're, we're funny as humans i think we're constantly trying to impress each other impress ourselves and always you add the new person <laughs> in there and you're like all of a sudden you're like i can I can row faster, I can yeah. run faster. <laughs> maybe I'm not picking the 16 kilo kettlebell. Maybe today I can do the 20. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> that. It'll be, that, yeah, that'll be a good little. Yeah. It'll be good to see, like, from our current athletes. Yeah. To see, I guarantee they will do that. For sure. Can't wait to see it and be like, we knew you could do yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess this is more like a, a um, this isn't necessarily a question, like, uh, for like, members and stuff like that. It's more like a question for you guys. Like, what is like your long-term vision with um, Gorilla Fun? Ooh, good question. I think, I don't know, our answers might be a little different. Maybe. Let's find out. Um, so for me, I love Gorilla Fun, right? Um, it's, it's our baby. Um, and where I see it is currently in this building um, and trying to expand on that and trying to make it a space where, you know, people can walk around with our merch and go, oh, you're a Griffin, you're a Griffin athlete. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you train hard. Your coaches are assholes. <laughs> um, no, but and maybe, you know, down the line making an environment where we can hold competitions here. Um, and we can make it such a supportive environment that no matter who you are, where you've come from, what your background is, what your fitness level is, it doesn't matter. 
that you're always always welcome with us. Like it, it really doesn't matter. So as much as I would love to see an elite level of gorilla fin athletes competing in, in whatever that may may look like, I would also love to see just people just coming because they love it uh, and not really caring about you know what they're lifting or the next competition or anything like that. They would just want to come because the community. The community, yeah. Just trying to grow that. And and I think for us, that was something <coughs> super important to me for like my personal values is, is having that big community and, and just being kind. You pretty much said <laughs> my thoughts were on the same path. <laughs> same same yeah. level, yeah. That doesn't happen often. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, no, that, that's, that's exactly it, is we want to just create a family. Mm. Um, we think that's extremely important. If you be comfortable, comfortable here in your workout space, it's something to look forward to always. Um, yeah. And then if we can get to a level of um, doing a competition, like awesome, that'd be awesome goals. Um, but also, like you said, every single level of human being, no matter what age, mm-hmm. or if you've got injuries or whatever it is always welcome here too because we yeah. were always always what is the word help me out <laughs> um, I mean I, I know I know. Yeah, we're I, always <laughs> I was hanging around to thanks, dry thank you there <laughs> I, I, I know you're, you like, you're always accommod- you know, you're accommodating accommodating yeah, yeah, yeah thank you thanks that's the one we're always <laughs> accommodating to that and work around what people yeah. people need yeah of course yeah no, no, I, t- I mean I totally know what you mean I think Always like if you're a coach, like you, you want to see how far you, how fit you can make people, or how strong mm-hmm. you can make them. Mm. So, um, you know, like, in sometimes just having like when people do go really far with it, that brings everyone else along. You know, like, yeah. you know, when you have that one person that is very athletic, or the, you know, they're just younger and they can mm-hmm. compete or um, put more of their time and effort, I think, into their fitness. That, you know, people see that one person rise, and then you know, it's kind of like we were talking earlier with competition you see that one person do better and then everyone else starts realizing yeah. you know what i see that person train every day i could probably train an extra yeah. day yeah and, um, yeah yeah you see someone yeah. that has a skill that you don't have yet you're like oh i want to do that yeah so it's like a little goal people, people mm-hmm. don't realize it actually mm-hmm. all while being completely safe yeah you know and i don't mean safe as in like injuries and stuff i just mean safe mentally like i want people to be able to come here and feel safe not just go, oh, this is my training people, you know, I want, no, no, these are my people, you know, and for me that's really important because I think the gym is not just the gym to a lot of people. The gym is a big part of people's lives and therefore we are, as coaches, a big part of people's lives um, and that is not something that we take lightly or we take for granted at all. Um, we, we take on that responsibility Knowing full well that <coughs> there's going to be ups and down, ups and downs with people, um, but we just want them to know that we're, we're here for them, you know, in in every sense of the word. That's awesome. Uh, if people want to, like, uh, you know, look you guys up or know more about you guys, how can they do so? Um, so our best platform is Instagram. Um, that's where all of our content is. We do have Facebook, but we're not as active as what you guys are on. Um, we actually communicate with all of our athletes through Messenger. So yeah, we actually have a chat, big, big chat. group chat, uh, and this is how we reach out to everybody. I think you say you do it through Facebook, yep. through your yeah. So we do it through Messenger. 
Uh, and this is the way for everybody just to communicate mm -hmm. to each other um, and us just to let people know what's going on, yeah. um, basically. So um, on, is on Instagram, it's Grillfant Training on Instagram. Um, yeah. And then CJ on Instagram. Yeah, well. our profiles are attached to Grillifant Training yep. online, so yep. you can check us Have out. A little stalk. Our private pages. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, I yeah, I I wish you guys like all the absolute best. I think you two bring the right energy, the right vibe. Um, Thank you. I really got um, yeah, just got like a good energy from when I met both of you. Um, I love the enthusiasm that you both have. You know, like about just about training, and I think. Um, I think you both have a lot of like what people want when they join a gym, right? Because I think people quite often aren't just searching for like, you know, like the knowledge and stuff like that. They want that feeling of like this person really wants what's good for me. Yeah, they care. And, um, and I think that's like the intangible, like mm -hmm. the, you know, one of those really priceless things that I think mm -hmm. I see in both of you. So I wish you nothing but the best. And if you have been listening to the podcast, make sure to go check them out, give them a follow. Um, and uh, yeah, if you are around the gym and you hear this before um, they start coaching you, be, don't be shy and make sure to say hello to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for your time, Ro. Thank All good. you. Thank you guys.